crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. tired of Rudy. Let's make fun of him right from the beginning. <laughs> Sleep is <laughs> boy. <laughs> we should uh, just make a loud scream to wake him up. I want the audience yeah. to see you. That's all. Um, pop a Red Bull and let's get going. Binge watchers out there, we know you're up late because you gotta, you know, you gotta watch the next season of Picard or catch up on season three of American Gods over there on Stars with Peter Stormare playing one of the Nordic gods. There's a bunch of people on that show, but whatever. Anyway, last time on Binge Watchers, we took a trip back in the day to discover a hidden gem among Burnt Reynolds movies yeah. called Hooper. Yeah. In. Hoop. And then we played this ridiculous round of uh, What Should I Watch? And it got pretty brutal, but I feel like it was entertaining. Um, so if you get a chance, go back and listen to that pretty good episode. That's how we started the year out for this 2021. It's called Back in the Day Hooper. Uh, it's on the website. We'll Put a link in here. Pro- yeah, we'll do. We'll do a last time link. We'll we'll pop a link in the notes sure. on this on you know tonight's episode. They can easily like you know play that one next after they listen to this. Um, but tonight we're taking another trip back in the day. But tonight's movie came out in '88. What is it like 30 years ago or so or whatever? They released a movie called Alien Nation, which is a sci-fi buddy cop movie yeah. that touched on dealing with racism mm-hmm. and police brutality in America. At the time, a kindly message. We're not going to go into the background and the red tape of the current situation that we're all living in, but we'll leave it at this. Touch on those two subjects. And yeah. uh, it partners a veteran homicide detective played by James Kahn with the first newcomer alien detective on the force played by Manny Patinkin. And they're trying to solve the murder of the human's previous partner who gets killed at the beginning of the film. And then a sudden series of newcomer killings. And this is like a few years after the alien had crash landed in the uh, Los Angeles Basin area. And Karen Stamp plays the primary suspect. He's also a newcomer alien in the movie. Now, for the time, the movie did pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Mandy said he based his character on George Jetson, and supposedly in the script, that's was the fake name given to his alien. Because everybody that comes in, like Ellis Island, they're given all these names. Like when people immigrated from Europe and they got all these Americanized names. Like in this movie, they gave all the aliens like named after like cities or whatever. But um, Kipling. Yeah, like Roger Kipling. Yeah, exactly. Richard Kipling or whatever for another guy. Mm. But like halfway through the movie, they stopped calling him George Jetson and called him Sam Francisco. So they had to dub the lines out because he, they were saying George Jetson through like the whole movie. Um, kind of funny. But then uh, James Caan supposedly had a pretty good attitude. I heard the feedback again. Hopefully it's not disrupting anybody at home who's listening. But um, James Caan was making jokes on the set to keep things light, but then later got angry. Like when a fan asked him at like a convention or some interview like years later about his experience on this movie, but um, so don't ask James Conn about alienation when yeah, you see him. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I guess he's not a very fan friendly type of actor. Like he doesn't like. And, and he I'm like, never he never looked that way though. I mean, you can kind of tell. Yeah. I think. But uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to like derail the conversation too much. to Talk about James Conn attitude because like he. 
if you watch the documentary about Elf, he also had a bad attitude on that movie. It's like, dude, come on. Like, you're making all these classic films. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, get over it, man. Yeah. But, uh, well, on Elf, like, like, you know, he wanted everyone to think that he was Jimmy the Dream. Oh, my God. Yeah, that he had a good attitude, right? Like, that was the public relations campaign that he was on at the time. Um, but getting back to uh, Alien Nation, the, the movie did spawn a short-lived, but it was but it was a really good show. They had a series, uh, you know, like um, Alien Nation. Um, it was like an episodic, dramatic, like police serial. Um, it was a little bit like um, it was pretty good. I started watching it this week yeah. after watching this. It's actually really, really good. Yeah, it is really good. And it's like, kind of it's, it. It, it's on YouTube if you type in Alien Nation. It's actually oh, yeah. They have a lot of the episodes. It's the first 20, thing that comes up. It's one season, so there's only like yeah. 22. But the, all the plots are pretty good. And then like after that. They made five uh, made-for-TV movie sequels, and the movies go the sequels on for made-for-TV, whatever those movie of the week things they used to make when when broadcast was competing with like early cable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they made these five made-for-TV movies, and they go really deep into like the alien newcomer mythology. So if you're like if you're digging the movie and you want to go deeper, you got to get into watching the show and then watching those those you know five made-for-TV movies that came out. Um, I saw the show first before I ever saw the movie. I didn't even actually know the movie existed till like wow. Till like our first year in college, I think. I didn't know I like I watched the series over and over and over, watched the TV movies, like really thought it was really a cool idea, then found out the TV show was based on a movie, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, "What?" And then I expected to see like the the TV actors and then of course not, right? Because the movie had different actors, right? Like, yeah. you know, A-listers at the time mm-hmm. or whatever. They had uh, the guy with the mullet on the TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into this movie. We gave you a little bit of this Alien Nation history and uh, and what came after it, but we're gonna zip over to a segment called Home Video Headlines, and we're gonna find out what's going on in the world of uh, TV and movies. I, I mean, I I said I didn't have much in my notes, but I guess I kind of do. I mean, I got a few things here I want to I want to I want to talk about and let people know about. Um, Idris Elba ha- has a movie coming out. Um, called Concrete Cowboy, which is based on the real-life uh, horsemen from Philadelphia that have, like, a southwest Philadelphia riding club. They're, like, they're like basically urban cowboys, like, literally. They, they ride horses around the city. And so this movie's coming out based on a story that takes place in that kind of uh, environment. And then supposedly some of the story is taken from this uh, writer's novel called Ghetto Cowboy. Um, what's really funny is the movie's called Concrete Cowboy, but it's not a remake, so... Uh, of Concrete Cowboy, which came out in '79 with Tom Selleck, so like wouldn't want to confuse the titles. It's literally I never even the same heard title. That movie that's hilarious. Really. And then if you look at the <laughs> plot of the '79 one, check this out. It's literally sounds like the Cowboy Way because the plot of a uh, oh, Concrete man. Cowboy from 1979 is, um, you know, Tom Selleck and his buddy have to go into Nashville to look for his, his the buddy's missing sister. I'm like, whoa, dude, that deceptively sounds a lot like the Cowboy Way, but but then as it turns out, obviously. <laughs> Concrete Cowboy 79 comes out way before Cowboy Way because Cowboy Way comes out with Woody Harrelson and Keith Sutherland like in 90s or something. It was like 95 or 96. And the story of that is their ranch hand's daughter disappears in the city and they got to go to the city to look for her. And I'm like, wow, dude. (laughs) The story of the original Concrete Cowboy and the Cowboy Way are just too similar. You know, like one of those classic (laughs) Hollywood stories of people stealing from each other. (laughs) You you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like so, I'm, I'm definitely like, oh yeah. So somebody watched, must have watched the Tom Selleck movie and was like, oh, we can make a movie like this. Mm. I think I we've given like way we all had the more same log line, we and we all made a separate <laughs> movie. They, 
it all be different. I think we've given way more discussion about the cowboy way and concrete cowboy than probably anybody ever so far. <laughs> but has anyone well, yeah, really so done a, a podcast on the cowboy way? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Cowboy um, podcast. <laughs> and and, it, and to keep it country, the co-writer of one of my favorite country songs of all time, Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys, like it's sung by Willie Nelson, but oh, yeah. the co-writer Ed Bruce, uh, he died, unfortunately, but it's a great Spotify playlist or Apple, Amazon Music, whatever you got going on your yeah, phone I saw that. these days, and uh, take a look at that. Um, Tanya Roberts apparently did really die. Like they, they misreported that she died, but apparently she really had an infection and died. Now, Dude, if you remember, I, I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, God, that sounds painful. Did anyone want to say how? <laughs> uh, she died the same way. They reported, they just reported it too early. Oh, no, but it was yeah. like an infection. Yeah, that, that whole thing was like a big cluster. Yeah, you yeah know, just crazy, yeah. misinformation and people reporting stuff too early. And like, wow, that. I got bad. Well, like we found out she died twice this week. Like that's kind of kind of messed <laughs> I know, up. right? That sucks. <laughs> Although Quince not not in honor of her, but I happen to have watched the Beastmaster today. So coincidentally, I guess I did kind of honor. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So you know, R.I.P. Wow. Did we lose John? Do I was just going to ask? Did we lose John? I <laughs> now we did just lose. John. I guess we did. All right, so I'm going to take over. Where are we on the notes? <laughs> where, are we? Uh, where do we go? Uh, no, I, I have no I, idea. Oh, moving your uh, – actually, I I don't know if he's recording still, so I'll just keep going for uh, – That's kind of where I'm, I'm not sure. I am it. too. Uh, did you guys hear that uh, – I, I hope – John, don't get mad at me. I'm just going to do this for – you know, so you don't have to edit. Um, yeah, did you guys go. hear – Oh, there you go. He's there. He's there. There's you guys hear that My HBO? internet crashed because she's upstairs watching Fresh Off the Boat. You know, oh. That's what's going on. Okay. Uh, uh, what I was saying is that I was trying to drop uh, Tanya Roberts' extra credits because she's also in Beastmaster. She's making a show. I don't know what you guys heard. So then also, she was a season five replacement on the original Charlie's Angels show. Oh, so, yeah. I, I don't know where we're at. I don't know where you, what the well, last thing you guys heard from me was. Well, we, you got cut off, and I, I mentioned I watched Beastmaster today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, know. today you watched it? <laughs> Honoring yeah. Tanya Roberts, yeah. Nice. It does, it's not even showing my avatar now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm going to have to take over my entire internet in the middle of the night when we do the show. It was like the second time. They, what were they watching last time? We were watching something else. And they're we like, over, they're like, like, oh, I can just do it on low bandwidth yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, Dave had a good update, actually, that I wanted him to share that he told me. And, like, it really surprised me, but I thought it was such a good idea. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Um, so, Quibi is no more, except Roku came in and bought all their content. So, mm. if you got addicted to a, a Quibi show, um, like, I watched half of the season they dropped of Reno 911. I'll get to watch the second half whenever they drop it. Um, so, you know, if you have a Roku uh, in the future, you'll be able to watch all those Quibi shows that wow. nobody watched in the first place. <laughs> so it'll be on the Roku channel. Yeah, that's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. And they sometimes so, have some good stuff on there, actually. 
It's not bad. They, I mean, they had a few. Like, I watched the Reno 911. I watched, um, uh, you know, there was a show on there that was a horror show from Sam Raimi that I didn't. I watched maybe an episode or two. Uh, hmm. Oh, that's there wasn't neat. a whole lot that grabbed me. Well, the Reno 911 yeah. was the the deal maker, right? That, that's the that reason supposed to, yeah. The, the new season of Reno 911 and. Vertical television is all right if you're just watching like a YouTube video or like a Facebook update, but if you're watching a show, it's kind of I don't not want to watch it. Yeah, and they it was... shot Reno 911 in the vertical, and you're like, oh, all right. Well, actually, they did both. Um, actually, Reno 911 they were kind of brilliant in that they would have not all the time, but they'd have certain sequences where you could watch it um, landscape style or normal. But if you wanted to see like body cam footage of them running while they were chasing down somebody, you could flip it up and it'd be their body cam footage. So like they kind of utilized it really interestingly. Oh, that's good. So, but cool. I don't know if that I don't know if that's gonna translate to the TV obviously. I don't think so. Unless they like cut to that to you style. That you needed to do that. Like but I don't know how many shows would like utilize that technology where like if you flipped it one way you'd see something different than if you had it landscape. Did it show you on the screen with like blinking logos? What? Like, did it show you like blinking logos to show you how to change your orientation? Yeah, I can't remember how they indicated, but they they had some way of like indicating if you flip it this way or that way, you'll see something different. Hard to say. I can't remember. That's how that's how beloved this app was. People really remembered how it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seven eight bucks a month to watch. Something on your phone and not on your TV. Yeah, that yeah. was worth it. Yeah. yeah. Now, could well, you do other stuff on your phone while you were doing it? It's like, it's fascinating that we're more fascinated about it by it now than when it actually well, existed. <laughs> that's well, funny. well, that's it's funny too because other streamers have this multi platform strategy to back up the streaming numbers, right? Like, they like, like releasing like, um, the new Star Trek show, whatever Discovery was released in Netflix, you know, in Britain and other countries, like, immediately. And then, like, slowly released on regular CBS. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like they didn't just bank on you're going to watch it on your phone, and that's the only way we're going to get your money because at that so time. Why don't you, you know, so why don't you just get a VPN and just go to Europe, and then you're free, right? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. I, I just mean for like Quibi, they shouldn't have just thought like phones only. You know, mm-hmm. maybe a right. YouTube channel or like uh, hooked it with the other streamers. Who knows? But the high, whole idea of like Roku getting all their content pretty wild it's not just wild it makes you think like are they about to like drop their own original content like maybe they'll see how well the library does and then are Mm. they going to start making their own stuff which would be really cool i mean they got like are they up to 55 million subscribers now or something ridiculous like they were at one point had like 32 million but i think their new report Uh, do you mean by subscribers like you have a device yeah, like you're okay. watching apps on Roku. You're watching yeah, I mean, apps on Roku. I have four of them in my house. So yeah. Yeah, every everything I have is uh, connected to a Roku, whether it's the box or through the TV mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, it's I'm because they're like only twenty five dollars. It's like for the little HD one, it's it's perfect. Yeah. So does anybody well, else what, have any uh, any more updates, or do we want to jump right into first impressions of Alienation? Uh, the only thing I was about to say was I, I saw an article, and I don't know if you guys knew this that. Um, Game of like you know how HBO had Game of Thrones. I heard they had lost half their listeners when the show went off the air. Do you guys hear that? 
You mean viewers? Oh, listeners. I mean, uh, yeah. sub- subscribers. Sorry. See, you got podcasts on the brain. That's I do. I do. I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking about listeners. Sorry. No, yeah. I'm glad somebody clarified that because yeah, that yeah. scrambled Thank you. my brain. Yeah, I'm like, I just wanted to keep. I want to keep you guys in suspense. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa! People stop listening to HBO. Oh. Yeah. You guys didn't listen. Yeah. They do Unless actually. They, HBO, on HBO paid some money to have those after show things produced, like after that's, the McDonald's documentary. They had like after the show. You know, yeah. Listen to how the mob really infiltrated the McDonald's, uh, you know, um, um, monopoly scandal or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, even know about that. Okay, <laughs> but they're gonna drop another Game of Thrones, Nick. They're doing like Fire and Blood or something. They're doing like two hundred years, like a prequel. Yeah, prequel. Yeah. Oh, when I br- and when I bring this guy, when I bring this news to you guys, I never actually watched Game of Thrones, so just oh. I just thought it was well, interesting. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> right, you were just listening. I was just listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you mean there's a, there's a visual, bro? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> well, because like the, Nick gave up on HBO after True Blood. After I did, no, I, I didn't watch that. Yeah. You thought Game of Thrones was an audiobook. <laughs> All right, uh, we got to get well, to the main. We got to get to the. We got to get to the main feature here. <laughs> We're meandering. Uh, Sorry, guys. So, first impressions of Alien Nation. We'll start with you, Nick. I, I I loved it. I saw it when I was a kid, and I loved it. I love the cop drama between, you know, it's like the buddy cop thing going on. And I love that aliens could get drunk off expired milk. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was really funny. <laughs> I just was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah. And I was wondering, did the price of milk go up because so many aliens were buying inspired milk? I, that was, I wanted to know if that <laughs> happened, you know. <laughs> hmm. But I, I really did enjoy this movie. I, I always have liked it. Little kids probably tried to spoil, spoil Nick for the first time. If the internet had existed, <laughs> I did the first it time I watched it. Milk yeah. challenge, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it would have been oh. amazing. Spoiled milk challenge. Oh god. Thank God the internet didn't exist then. Yeah. At least. Oh man. <laughs> I know, Dave. You're so gullible. You would have done the spoiled milk challenge. Has your tongue, have your taste buds returned since you've done the Tide Pod challenge? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm just ribbing uh, him. R I B B I N G. Although they uh, look like there's some tide in this movie. Jeez. There, oh, there was You're a right. tide. Yeah. Um, there was. Yeah. To you, Dave. Your first impression. Um, I I kind of went in with no expectations. I really like this movie. I like this movie a lot. Um, it's kind of it, it. It made something new out of a kind of a tired genre by that point. I mean, we'd already seen a million buddy cop movies, Lethal Weapon, Forty Eight Hours. Um, and those are all good movies, but uh, I don't know. This brought something new to it. Um, and now this movie has been copied. So um, oh, I, know, I, I, I like oh, the yeah, dynamic. Right. We almost did a double feature. Oh, yeah. Smith, yeah. <laughs> too much episode. It would have been too long. It would have taken like two hours to go over it. Like, you know, they took it fantasy style instead of sci-fi style, but basic same thing. Like instead of how aliens, they had it works, you know? So <laughs> Yeah, but but I like the chemistry between the two. Like I, I like you know, it's the story itself is nothing new, but like just the chemistry and the concept of the world they built was enough to make it worthwhile and different. Nice. What about you, Adam? What's your first impression of Alienation? Well, I really like the Fresh Prince, and uh, I think I thought he did a good job here. <laughs> That was good, actually. Wrong movie. <laughs> I think you did. You watch the wrong movie this week. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a gun. <laughs> no, I 
I remember watching the TV show uh, because they made such a big deal about it. And uh, this, like John, uh, went a long time before I realized, hey, wait, that was based on a movie? So it's kind of a big deal. Kind of like In the Heat of the Night. Like, I didn't realize that that multi-season show was, like, originally started off by a movie. So, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. It was good. James Conn. Jimmy the Dream. It's like closed... See, this closed the gap for me. You guys have all seen the TV show, and I remember always seeing the commercials for the show, like during The Simpsons or Married with Children, and I never watched it. So wow. this was like my first first real exposure to alienation. Was, yeah, you're right. It was like 1990 or 91 when the show came out. So that was Married with Children and Simpsons were like Fox's big things for sure. So, um, I mean, I kind of mentioned it already. Like it was a discovery for me. Wow, there's an alienation movie I haven't seen. I was really excited to watch it. I was disappointed that they had somebody else playing um, the George character because Eric Pierpont, I think is the name of the actor, and I was just spoiled watching him on the show. He's so good at that part, right? And yeah, Matt he is. Hankin, he's a classically trained actor. He was in Eagle Montoya and Princess Bride, one of my favorite characters of all time, but I don't think he did such a good a job as George, you know, in the movie. You know what I mean? Mm. So... Um, little little let down by that, but again, a good discovery because I was consuming alienation stuff at the time. Happy there was another movie. Um, we'll be right back after a brief message from one of our affiliates. I want to let you know that is Stars worth subscribing to? Absolutely. They're a premium movie channel that includes access to hit movies as well as to original programming. The original programming is probably the biggest reason to subscribe to Stars, but there are also loads of movies that make it worth subscribing to. Um, we said at the beginning of the episode, American Gods just launched their launched their third season. It has some classic stars hits and series like Spartacus, Black Sails, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Magic City, and The White Queen, as well as delivering comedy classics this month like Plane Trains and Automobiles. There's also a deep catalog of Golden Age TV hits such as The Jeffersons, Magnum PI, Different Strokes in the A Team. For professional movie and TV fans like us, it's a no-brainer to have stars in one of our streamer apps. Um, however, you can answer the question for yourself because we can hook you up with a seven-day free trial, cramming in as many laughs into a week of binge-watching, as long as you go ahead and clear your stay-at-home schedule. Just visit the link or our website for details. It's a paid link because the truth is we are supported by sponsors as well as affiliate links to keep the podcast rolling and to pay for some podcast-related bills. That's the dirty, bloody truth behind everything. Um, moving on to some more positive things and also get stars for free and watch planes, trains and automobiles. Why not? I actually like magic city as well. I heard that was a very awkward description of why they should get stars, but fuck it. <laughs> like, here we go. Well, dude, uh, <laughs> I can ask versus evil dead is pretty awesome. If anybody had, yeah, seen it's that. a great show. I've, I've always, I've always wanted to watch that. Yeah. Nick, you uh, haven't watched it yet? No. And I'm so so good. Trial hooked up. I know. I, I I haven't had time. I know. Oh man! Darn! I've been uh, doing so many. It's things. It's so good, but it's disappointing. It ends on a cliffhanger, and it'll never come back. Don't you? Well, hate not, I don't think. It, my interpretation is not a cliffhanger, but again, like we could get distracted and drive the podcast into into a discussion about Ashley's Evil Dead. <laughs> like, we'll have to take yeah. that offline, Dave. We'll Boom! Oh, favorite bits. Okay, so, I mean, Nick kind of spoiled it earlier by talking about spoiled milk, but we'll keep trucking. All right, Nick, your favorite bit. And that might be it, unless you have – I don't know what else you're going to say if that was already it. But 
Oh, my favorite bit. I mean, that was one. I but I don't want to spoil another one of how these aliens are affected by a certain uh, thing we shower with. Not shower with, but the, I mean, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Uh, the, Whoa! Actually, I, I, <laughs> I guess I guess by salt water. I, I love how they're affected by the things that are so easy for us to take affected the aliens so different. And I, I always, I, I really appreciated that, like the little things like milk that we drink or or salt water. You know what I mean? Like something so simple for us could like kill something else. Kind of like or a common cold. Yeah, like or a common cold in War of the Worlds. Like I always, well, their I, anatomy was really different. Like they yeah. look like from the outside, except for their spots. They have no hair. They're bald, yeah. and they have these weird. They have these pattern spots, like like turtles or something. Um, and uh, but their anatomy is all weird. Like their genitals are in their armpits or something. I don't know. Because like, remember, like at it's one point weird, in the movie, yeah. at one point in the movie, he's like, "Hey, what are you doing? That's not how you hurt a newcomer. Try this next time." <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's stuff like that, but um. And also their favorite food to eat, beaver instead of burgers, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. And I really appreciate that aspect of this movie. It was like, oh, and I, I can imagine if you're writing a script and like, you know what? Burgers, beaver, salt water can kill them. Get drunk mm -hmm. off milk. I just. Right. Really cheap. Oh, actually, like good ideas, but they don't cost filmmakers a lot of money to do those. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Just get some expired milk. <laughs> good. <laughs> Although what kind of killed what kind of killed me is is like they learn real fast. He said he learned English in three months, and yet he got to the rank of detective, but didn't know what a condom is. So, like it found it kind of found it funny, like what they did know and what they didn't know, like, like what they like didn't that. teach him. Yeah, yeah. See, that to me just reminded me of that movie where um, what's his name defected from Russia. What uh, Red, oh, um, oh, Robin uh, Williams, so uh, cultural differences. the Hudson. Yeah. Because if you think about oh, that, like the other one. Okay. they're just playing up stereotypes in this movie too, so it'd be the same of like immigrants or whatever, right? You know, like and at the time, different foods, different cultures, whatever. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, Dave, favorite bit, the condom joke. Is that, is that it? no? Well, no. That I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, um, actually, I I kind of got a giggle in my mind. It felt like this take took place in the same world as Breaking Bad once something was revealed. <laughs> I was like, wait, did Breaking Bad still from Alien Nation, like how they built their drug operation underground? Mm -hmm. uh, spoiler alert. Um, but th that kind of killed me. I just imagined like an alien Walter and Jesse Pinkman like sitting down making uh, the drug for the aliens. <laughs> like it just felt very much like. You just gave me an bad. idea to Photoshop tomorrow. That, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like their tone. Yeah, I like the yeah. tone. Yeah. Like criminal underworld. Alien bad that, that, or. Alien bad nation, <laughs> yeah. Alien bad nation or, or something, I guess. Yeah. Actually, if they, if they, if that's how they rebooted Alien Nation, like if they, if they said it's Breaking Bad but with aliens, wow, that could work. It would work. I already want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they, um, they backlogged it because uh, Disney bought the Fox catalogs, right? So they shelved the remake. Like they were getting ready to do the next oh, series. Yeah. So that really. You yeah, know, right. yeah, they were, they like, were we could, about to. See, we complain about reboots and stuff. The D. Uh, I don't know. It, we complain about reboots, but watching this, it. I'd say bring it on. They um, moved on to that other show with, um, is it Alan Teardike? Is that his name? He's the guy from Firefly. They made a show about a, uh, the medical examiner being an alien in a small town in Alaska solving crimes. I wonder if that is like the. 
the bones, like the materials. I wonder if that's the materials for what the new alienation was going to be. But sci-fi is like, no, here's our new show. Well, there's one a few years ago called um, Almost Human with um, uh, Carl Urban before the boys, where it was like him and a robot. That was very much like this kind of this kind of dynamic. Mm. Uh, I don't. I actually like that show, but it only lasted one season. Do you like Bicentennial Man? <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen it either. I never. I heard John's always that. talked that one up to me. Uh, it looks yeah. so bad. I've heard it was bad. I don't know though for sure. I heard no, it was good. Bad. I haven't heard that John's feelings. I think our, he really likes that one. That, that would end up like on our feel good movie list. Actually, that's yeah. in that kind of genre. Um, I can't feel good about how ugly that robot is. He gets better looking over time. <laughs> Spoiler alert: He's basically a cyborg by the end. He has living tissue and finds a soul. Yeah. No. Um. Adam, your favorite favorite bit or scene or something from Alienation? What do you got? Well, I like the whole movie, but um, I thought that the the shootout scene in the beginning and the that that culminates in in a in a in just a big fight, and uh, I was just really impressed with like how big that felt. I mean, there's all kinds of the squibs going off and. And it seems like a simple scene. I was just really getting a kick out of uh, the fight scene and stuff in the beginning. All right. I feel like they spent a lot on that part. Well, I mean, they wanted to introduce all the alien stuff, and, and they kind of did it in a way that's almost naturalistic, right? They went to mm-hmm. um, the bad word for aliens in the movie, which is a naughty, dirty word, is called slag. And then so they called that part of L.A. <laughs> slag town, which looks like they shot in, like, the real Korea town or something. And they put alien symbols all over, like, the the signs at like the mini Mart and all this crap. And, and Adam's referring to like a big shootout that takes place. And then like, then you realize, Oh, the aliens can't be taken down by like a 22 revolver. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like they're really jacked up. Right. So, yeah. They're stronger and it's mm-hmm. dangerous. And, and then like the, the accident with the partner and then like, yeah, then it's a, almost a lethal weapon esque moment. And then we get into like the nitty gritty of the story, but you got to commend them for writing James Conn's character, who his character's name is Sykes, which is the same name. You know, obviously the characters in the show are the same names, kind of life or whatever. But he's like obviously prejudiced. He doesn't like aliens, and then an alien kills his partner. But then he, you got to give him credit for having the bright idea to volunteer to take him on as the partner because he knows the two murder cases are linked, right? Yeah, yeah, like he was correct, using them. Yeah, two cases are linked. So got to give him credit for that. Um, my favorite thing is like the character building scene that involves the spoiled milk because mm. it allows mm-hmm. you to. I, I yeah, that, that's that thing where I say like hang out like in movies. You need that. the scene that gets cut on the floor is that extra two minutes or whatever that lets us hang out with the characters and then then if they get killed then we go oh man that I feel bad because I got that extra two minutes to hang I out. Like with that so, guy. Yeah, so they're sitting there talking about two being two dads. One's estranged from his daughter who's getting married. That's Sykes. He's drinking vodka. And then the alien is upset that his wife's going to be mad that he stayed out too late and he's drinking the spoiled milk or chewing on yeah. it rather. But it's a really good scene <laughs> where they're they're chewing it up as characters. So that the spoiled milk um, character building scene is my favorite of the whole movie because it made it seem made it seem real like that the aliens could be there, you know, um, hanging out in L.A. working day jobs. So you, you know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. That whole trying to explain, explain a joke, joke to an alien. What? Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. Like he's trying to explain a really like a 
a well-known joke over and over again, right? Because he doesn't get the punchline. Yeah. 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 It, like, yeah. Like, yeah. it felt real. Like, oh, I was getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm um, expanding our world a little bit because not everybody likes the movies we watch sometimes, but we also discover some hidden gems for them, which I think they then tell us they go back and watch or they wouldn't have seen. Like, I know I'm really... Uh, um, I'm really selling that movie Wolf of uh, Snow Hollow a lot, but people are like, oh, yeah, need, it's actually pretty good. I still good. need to watch that, John. I still need to watch that. It's so good. So, so we've arrived at what should people be watching because there's so many choices, but then so many nights where you sit up and you can't – like, I mean, I got Hulu, Stars. I mean, Me I'm, I'm a greedy little fat pig when it comes to these movies, but sometimes I, like, have nothing to watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why it's so special that we get to share with the audience things that they might want to actually watch in the middle of the night when they can't think of anything to watch. Um, Nick, what did you watch? All right, I'm gonna sell you guys on something. I watched it last night. So we got these we got these poachers killing these like uh, tigers, right? And then and then the tiger escapes and it kills the poachers. Then we got Megan Fox coming in as the SWAT team, like as the as the head of the SWAT team thing that's going in and infiltrating these guys who are who are like taking underage girls and like using them. And then they go in and kill a bunch of them, and then they're following them, and then we end up back at the poacher place where the lion, I mean, where the tiger was in the beginning, and then the tiger's out, and it's killing Megan Fox's team, and then it's killing the other guys. It was fucking awesome. I love this movie. I'm, I'm really saying. confused. You watched a movie about killer tigers? Yeah, it's killer tigers, but... It's kind of like Predator Two, where they're going in. I mean, not Predator okay, Two, Predator One, of, where they're what going. What's the name of this movie? The movie's called Rogue. It just came out, and Rogue. I fucking loved it. And the only thing I didn't love about it were the tiger CGI effects. Oh, but is Every, it a monster movie? Like, did the tiger? No, it's, it's about a rogue tiger that starts killing a bunch of people that go into this camp, and it, it's fucking awesome. I, I, and I was like, oh. yeah, it's really good. And the, um, the only thing was the CGI. I was just like, oh no. Mm. But besides that, it was actually like, how is this movie where Megan Fox is the star so good? I, I'm telling you, I, I want you guys to watch it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be up front and say you got my vote only because every time oh. I saw the poster for this, I thought she was just a soldier like no, in is. Iraq or but something. Yeah. No. And it just looked like a generic, like, she's a lady soldier. Like, okay, oh, I've seen wait. G.I. Jane. I think I know what movie you're talking about. This you're movie right. just it's came out. It just seems like an army movie. That's right. It doesn't yeah, seem see, like a- no, it does. Yeah. In the first half an hour is an army movie, but actually the action's good, and you're like, oh, you know what? This is some cool. I mean, the way they shot it, like the mm. director of photography, it's it's on point. It's just, and then it becomes like so, a rogue tiger movie. It's great. Wow. So is this like um, the GI Jane meets Army or um, uh, God damn it? What was that? Uh, Dave, don't help him out. You Doug, Ghost in the, the Darkness. Dave, <laughs> Dave, yes. Yes. Want? Don't don't give All me right. a tagline. All right, well, no one told me. Right, okay, so Dave gave me a point. What'd you guys give me? I'm not gonna watch this. I'm so confused by what this movie. Is. Yeah. <laughs> so zero from John. All right, uh, Adam. I, I, I love your enthusiasm, and, yes. and you had me all the way up until I heard bad CGI, and then I oh, thought of gotcha. I Am Legend I, and the zombies in that movie, and I was like, oh, and I'm not gonna lie, they did anything with. They bad did it CGI. way more creative than that, but I can, you know what. I, I get that, so I get a point. Okay, but I, I feel like you, you said so I should have said I shouldn't have said the flaw of the movie. Okay, oh, got, got it. And then you, 
told me uh, something that's so negative that makes me want to run away in the opposite direction. <laughs> that was my bad. I, I deserve that. So I feel yeah. like everything, yes, that part made it a no. So is that and a I, half or is that a... I don't oh. know what it is. I'm going to let you guys interpret. <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh, man. Like no it, it means it goes on my no watch list. I, I okay. guess it's a so, zero. Oh, zero, zero. There's no pressure on this round. I'm not putting any pressure on it. All right. All right. I got, I got I'm, one. I'm, pre- the okay. pressure's on me being able to communicate honestly. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I, I said bad CGI. You're right. I shouldn't yeah, ever say I mean, that. that kills it. <laughs> I did. I did probably kill Honestly, it. if you had not mentioned Megan Fox and just said I watched a good movie about killer tigers. Dude, I and I thought about that too when I was pitching. I'm like, bad CGI, Megan Fox, and I just killed myself. I probably could have got four tonight. Damn it. I fucked it. I'm sorry. I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time, guys. I'll, uh, I'll win it next time. All right. Hey, Dave. Um, Dave, what did you watch outside the show? All right, so um, I watched another Alien movie. Uh, this one was real – well, Alienation is great too. Uh, Fire in the Sky. I watched this for the first time. Oh, um, I don't know. Have you guys – I'm sure somebody else has seen this movie. I fucking, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's an Alien Invasion movie, guys, uh, in Arizona. Um, lose, it's about uh, a man uh, that goes on vacation. <laughs> Logging <laughs> Town, uh, they, they're on he, a job. They stop and see a light. Uh, take them and then it's like it's an investigation it's a police procedural of like trying to figure out where their friend went um but i the reason why you should watch this is um the last what like 15 20 minutes are some of the most terrifying moments i've ever seen of like uh, alien invasion like i'm i was like gripping the seat the whole time like the scenes inside the spaceship and the aliens themselves no bad cgi these are actual puppets or whatever uh yeah i i don't know it this the the just the invasion scene or him in the spaceship just really creeped me out being cat you know ah so that's why you should watch it to, for if you want to see something terrifying a terrifying alien movie hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say one thing i love this movie so much but the only thing you dis sold me on dave was the police procedure i felt like i have to watch this boring stuff and then get to the last 15 minutes so i'm gonna give you a half point <laughs> <laughs> just saying there it is. <laughs> i said i like the police procedure all right well no 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 I'm, i no, i'm going off i'm i dude i love the movie but i'm going off what you tell me you know so yeah <laughs> I give you a point. <laughs> no, it's like uh, no, I know, I know. I'm just being nuts. Yeah. I'm, I'm fond of this movie, and hearing enthusiasm again, and and some excitement, and having very murky remembrance of it. I think I'd watch it again, based on what you said. So you got a point? Yeah. All right, so, uh, dude. Dave's winning, especially so when he One said no half. bad CGI. <laughs> that was my bad. That was my bad. I agree. If you watch the movie as a documentary, it's going to freak you out because they recently oh, yeah. wrote the Pentagon Papers that says, "Hey, aliens are here. Deal with it." So if you go into the movie thinking like that, it's going to be terrifying, as Dave said. Yeah, well, it does say based on a true story, so there's that. Well, they discredited the guy's other book. I think it's the same guy that wrote Communion, and it's a crock of shit. But um, All right. Is yeah, I right. I forgot I didn't see like I didn't realize what a good cast it had in it like young uh, Robert cast. Patrick right after uh, Terminator Two like I was like oh, with a mullet <laughs> and so, he's really he's really good in it actually he really was yeah yeah I forgot he was in it Dave gets another point Ooh. 
shoot. Wow. It's Two on Prime. Oh. <laughs> Looked ahead. Okay. Um, Adam, what did hey. you watch outside the show? Well, I was pulling around on Shutter and I found this movie called Turkey Shoot. And uh, it's it's a really fun movie. Um, a lot of it, a lot of my enjoyment in films is me not recognizing uh, some big actor and then finding a gem of things I can es- truly escape into without actors that I've seen in a zillion other movies. And this fits the bill. So it's an old movie. Wait, so if you come across actors you've seen in other movies, like it takes you out of the movie you're currently watching? Uh, sometimes, because if I feel like the actor is playing too much like stuff they've played in other movies, it, the familiarity is too much, and it, it hurts my ability to suspend my disbelief of them as a new character. For instance, mm. like Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis. Pretty much he is now. Yeah. Another movie. I feel like, <laughs> oh, is this a diehard? Is he doing a diehard thing? You know, I don't know. Just it's hard for me to see them as a different character unless they put on the effort to be a different character. Although I don't feel the same way about, uh, and some sometimes I feel the same way about Denzel Washington, but not always. Sometimes Denzel makes it into a different enough character so that I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is the character and not Denzel. Some he can do that sometimes, and other actors can do it every time. And some char- some actors can't do it at all, like Ethan Seagal. So I think you're talking about bad actors because every actor is their job to make you think that it's not them. So I think you're talking about a lot of bad actors, like Bruce Willis. <laughs> well, I don't because you're right. Denzel is good. Bruce Willis is a bad actor. Um, Bruce Willis is a compelling human being. I, I you know, I don't know. I. <laughs> I know what you're saying. He has now. played parts that are different. That was kind of unfair for me to use Bruce Willis right off the so bat. What is the, I mean, so what is the movie about? Yeah, I don't know where we're at right now. Yeah. Okay, the movie is uh, Turkey Shoot. And it's a movie made in the past about the future, um, which is always fun. And it's about a bunch of people that end up by one way or the other end up having to stay in a camp so that they can become re-educated and and merge back to a society that they're they're estranged from. Uh, so they're getting transported against their will, and as soon as they get to this place, it's like Running Man or something. They're they're doing terrible things to people. Uh, Wait, so are they the turkeys? Are the people the turkeys? They're the ones getting shot at. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> getting abused. Holy shit, Adam! Abused and abused. Dude, and they're, start they're there. Jump through. Start there. Start there. It's a contest where people are treated like turkeys. Start start there. Like humans. Anyway, they gotta jump through hoops, uh ridiculous games they're put you, through. You like, you like rob yourself of at least two points. Yeah. Why? Like, you would if you had said if you had told me and, and Nick that yeah. it's called turkey shoot and people are treated like turkeys and they get shot at in a contest, something like that, we would have been like, okay, cool. It, you you realize it's shutter, to it. Yeah. yeah, like it's Ooh. almost like less is more. Like I'm like, dude, that would have been good. I agree. Yeah. I would have uh, read that on I'm a still- box and been like, that's cool. Yeah. I'll I'll still give him half a point because this is what's been on my radar. One mercy point, so I'll give him one. No, mercy well, it's point. been on my radar for a while, done, and I'm getting point. Okay, fine. 
You got a mercy point from me. You got two halves from them. So you actually have two points. Or two halves? Oh, okay. So he's got two two points. Okay. Yeah, I give him the lead. Yeah. They still don't uh, need with two and a half. All right. Oh, John, it's all on you, dude. Yeah, I guess, but karma's a bitch. <laughs> okay. You know, you always screw yourself when you go last. I've noticed this, John. I know. Yeah, I, know. I know. So I watched this movie called Fury. It's a war movie. If you oh, like war movies, you're going to love it. If you hate war movies, you're also going to love it because it goes down in the middle of the road and shows you things that why you should appreciate war movies but also hate them at the same time. It's actually based on a real sergeant. He took out like 258 enemy tanks. And if you're jonesing to replace your tank movies like Tank 89 or Tank Girl from 95 or Kelly's Heroes from 70, or even if you saw something more obscure like Bulletproof from 88, you're going to love the cast. Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Logan Lerman, John Bernthal, who's in Punisher now, and Michael yeah. Pena doing something other than comedy. He's actually a really good uh, dramatic actor. Um, Fury. There you go. Well, the high point there was mentioning Kelly's Heroes. The reference? Yeah. All right. Is that good? I've never a lot more tank movies than I thought. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. I I didn't learn. I mean, I I like the reference dropping. Maybe the problem here is I'm too short and you guys are too long. I say not enough and you guys say too much. I feel like... uh, It might be, yeah. I think we're all like... uh... (laughs) We all need to find that middle ground. It's tough, yeah. I'll give you a half, John, because I, I do like <laughs> I do like tank. <laughs> it would be unfair of me to give you anything if I if I if I got turned off by negative CGI with Nick's movie. So yeah, Rogue. I get it. It makes me want to watch Rogue and give Nick more of a point. Oh wait, a, can we go back? See, no, we can't go back. Yeah, there you go. See, you would have gotten me if you told us that Shia LaBeouf actually took out his tooth for no other reason, just because he's a character actor for this movie. Wait, he has a <laughs> removable tooth? Well, no, he went to a dentist to have a tooth removed just for this movie that you hardly are see. You, are you kidding? That's crazy. No, That's the dedication. new movie Tax Collector. He got a full back body tattoo. And you hardly see it in the movie. <laughs> what oh my idiot. god! What an idiot! <laughs> Sorry, that's like terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah get, you know, I got to see that movie. I'll give John a point. I got to rewatch that. All right. So, you okay? We got you gave him. Wait, a point? did the tennis save his organic tooth, or did he get an implant after he destroyed his own he, tooth? He probably got an. It's probably better to get an implant. I don't though. know. Are that's you out question. on Fury, or are you going to watch Fury? That's Adam. Adam's the only one who's we got. No, uh, I don't. It doesn't sound interesting to me. I like what? the references, though. All except for. You know. So that's a zero <laughs> for Adam. Okay. All right. Well, well it's it's. You know, uh, well, well, there it's we go. Not my I genre, actually, really. <laughs> I lost, guys, with one point. Uh, John, you have one and a half points. Adam has two, and Dave won with two and a half. Ooh. There it is. I won one once. You finally won. <laughs> there you go. Fire in the sky, man. That's <laughs> I got to stop bringing it dramas. A, it is a good one. It's like, yeah. It, it is like me bearing a men at, men at work. You kind of go like, yeah, that'll win. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now it's a game. There's a lot of pressure to find a good movie that can win. It is kind of tough, yeah. Rather than just bringing up, hey, by the way, I saw this movie about a shark. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah. I feel like you well, guys I told, really I told enjoy John, the like, movie that... uh that I've yeah. fumbled describing. 
What day? Well, sometimes it's hard. Like I told John that like I watched a bunch of movies this week and none of them were worth talking about. <laughs> like so, I was like, Fire, yeah, what do you yeah. bring when you have nothing worth talking about? Or it's like you really do think it's a good movie. Like Rogue, I actually thought was good, but the CGI, I'm just like, God damn, it took me out. But at the same point, you saw everything else being good, and you're like, why didn't they just give it two or three more million on a better effects company? You know? Yeah. Why didn't they have an actual tiger attacking people? Well, that too. Yeah. Give me some actual prosthetic <laughs> or Stan Winston effects company, you know? They haven't done that since there was a movie. Who was in that movie a long time ago where they had the real tigers? and they... Oh, that was on Mel- Melanie, Mel- Melanie Griffin? Yeah. Where her- oh, dude, that is crazy. Oh, yeah. a roar. She- Oh yeah. God, I love that movie. That I might be lions, not, maybe not tigers. Maybe that was actually yeah. lions. But. No, it was a bunch of different cats. Like, oh, dude, oh, like I, I would die to cover that movie. I love that movie so much. It's dude, so nuts. Dude, the Ellen story Griffin, behind like, it. Lived on that freaking place. Like she actually was. Dude, yeah. Yon DeBont basically got scalped and then came back and finished shooting the movie. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm over this shit, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> totally. It's crazy. It's one what of the most crazy movies. Roundabout that 80 something came out like 80. It took a few years to film, yeah. It took like two or three years to shoot because they kept having to stop and start, stop and start because people get attacked. And where were they? Where they were living with these cats in Africa on their property or something, right? No, this was in like or not Glendale, but like somewhere in um the valley or 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 the outskirts. This was in Hollywood ish. Uh, it's yeah, it was like Tippy Hedren uh, had a big cat community because she yeah. was an activist for cats or you know like big game cats <laughs> so and they shot a family movie and there's like real blood in a family movie <laughs> like it's weird oh it's a weird yeah wow <laughs> gotta love the 80s you do uh, cocaine <laughs> what's worth watching next cocaine. week? what are we gonna cover next week oh well next week guys let me tell you uh, but first, don't forget to visit our social media, drop us an email, or or reach out with a movie review request. But next week, tune in, because we're going back in the day to Night at the Creeps. I'm excited about this one. I love this oh, movie. Oh, yes. I don't I even want to. I don't know. I, I'm already foreshadowing how much I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this this is like blob level. Like, I'm excited. Yes, I am, too. I I haven't seen this movie in six years, so I'm, I'm actually really excited. Does it come before or after Day of the Creeps? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. It was just after Dawn. Dawn, the of, Dawn, Dawn of, the of the Creeps. Wow. <laughs> Dawn of the Night of the Creeps. Well, the trilogy, that'd be great. I wish they would have done it. Fred, Fred uh, what is it? Fred Durker? Decker. Decker directed it? Yeah. It's good stuff. Monster Squad. So Very you're in cool. good hands. Anyways, this is Nikki T saying lights. 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 Bye-bye. Bye-bye.